Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And this week's episode is all about time management. And if you listen to our last episode about productivity, this is really where a lot of this kind of comes together because productivity is all about working smarter and not harder. And being able to manage your time is like the biggest part of that. So we are going to go in deep about time management. And the first thing I want to introduce you all to is the Eisenhower Matrix. So the Eisenhower Matrix was a game changer for me because as someone with ADHD, I tend to do a lot of urgent work. So this matrix is all about breaking down tasks into what's urgent or not urgent and important or not important for your business. And we all kind of, especially the ADHD people, but most people get caught up with urgent stuff. And there's urgent and important things. That's quadrant one. Those are like the seriously important stuff for your business, like some kind of critical deadline or legal matters or resolving a major dispute or something like that. I'm trying to be very vague here because there's lots of different business owners listening. So urgent, important, quadrant one stuff, it gets done. Those things always get done. And then if you skip down to quadrant three, where there are urgent but not important tasks, those end up getting done too because of the urgency. Our brain just like works on urgency, right? So that could be like responding to emails or responding to an Instagram push notification or something like that, or even things that seem urgent but maybe aren't as much. Those things get done too because of the urgency, even though they are not very important. And in quadrant four, we have things that aren't urgent or important, which would be like basically just engaging in time-wasting stuff or social media scrolling or browsing the internet, getting stuck on YouTube or something like that, thinking maybe it might help your business a little bit, but it doesn't really. So let's circle back to quadrant two where things are important, but not urgent. This is where a lot of work doesn't get done that needs to be because there's no urgency. This is why things like online courses that you buy that are collecting dust in your inbox don't get finished because there's no urgency. This is why marketing strategies don't get created because there's no urgency. This is why People don't develop an SEO strategy or a Pinterest strategy, (laughs) you know. A lot of things get pushed to the back burner that are incredibly important for your business but have no urgency, so they don't get done. So these are quadrant two tasks, and they need to be prioritized. Yeah, I think quadrant two stuff I've heard as like kind of being long-term things. So you hit on a couple of them, but I'm also thinking like relationships and like collaboration type things or, you know, building that with other people. Like, oh, you can always think, oh, I can do it later. So it's not urgent, but 
those are the things that only you can do and it takes time and in the long run it's going to pay off but there's no urgency to like get it done immediately like oh i gotta go get coffee with you know person xyz today because for whatever reason right yeah we always push things off so yeah quadrant two is kind of long-term stuff that we do often put away because we can always think oh we can do it later Exactly. So they don't get done, even though they're some of the most important things to grow your business. So understanding that you need to prioritize quadrant two tasks and add them to your not well, not even just add them to your to do list, because they're probably on there at the bottom pushed off to the side on your desk somewhere, but prioritizing them and making sure that they get done either by creating some kind of false urgency, like putting it on your Google calendar or scheduling like a coffee shop meetup with some friends to get this type of stuff done that nobody wants to do, but has to be done, that kind of stuff. Because the urgent stuff always ends up getting done, even when it is not important. And I think the quadrant three stuff, like emails, meetings that don't really impact things, like big goals, paperwork. For photographers, it's like editing stuff and culling stuff. I mean, you can spend hours and hours and hours on quadrant three, urgent but not important things and feel like, oh my God, I'm working so hard on my business. I'm working all the time. Why isn't it progressing? Why aren't I doing well? And it's because you are completely ignoring all the quadrant two work that you have to do. So once again, quadrant one, you can kind of like draw out like four boxes And quadrant one is urgent and important. Next to that is quadrant two, important but not urgent. Underneath quadrant one is quadrant three, urgent but not important. And then quadrant four is neither urgent nor important. And a lot of times the quadrant three and four stuff, you can actually delegate it or outsource it, outsource those tasks because they aren't really that important. They don't really need your eyes on it only. Other people can do those tasks. Other people are probably better at those tasks than you. And that will free up some time and energy for you to do all the quadrant two stuff that you've been neglecting because you're too busy doing quadrant three stuff or scrolling on Instagram or that kind of stuff. So that was a huge game changer for me when I learned about quadrant two and prioritizing that. And I did start prioritizing a lot of the more long-term marketing things for my business. And I recognized that I struggle when there isn't an urgency or a deadline to things. So I create stuff for myself. Like I will take it off my to-do list and put it on my Google calendar. Or I'm part of coaching circles where other people are getting it done. So I see them getting it done. And then I'm like, Oh, God, I got to get this done, too. I can't let them finish it and not me that kind of stuff. So there's ways to get some of these things finished that you've been avoiding. And I'm thinking, like, I continually think, Oh, I got all this urgent stuff. And I'm just going to knock those out really fast. Or Mm -hmm. I'm going to knock those out. And then once I get done with those, then I'll do the big picture stuff. And it never happens, right? (laughs) Like the the to-do list, like in general, like you'll never finish your to-do list, but especially all of the little things because they're so little, right? You just keep adding on. And unfortunately, I've learned that I continue to do those and neglect some of the big stuff. So it's kind of hard, especially when you get kind of in like either behind or up against deadlines, right? You have to get all that urgent stuff done, but it just keeps persisting. And so it's kind of a slow process to like... All right, I got a lot of urgent stuff, but let me do a block of work for one hour 
that's like big picture stuff mm-hmm. or long term quadrant two things. And it's kind of intimidating to like put that on the schedule, knowing that there's all this urgent stuff going on in the background. But it's super important to like just start making steps for the long term quadrant two stuff. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of like people waking up with children. Because I was just talking to somebody the other day. I'm like, yeah, I wake up and you want to talk to me and the dogs want my attention. And there's like all these things pulling my attention all over the place. But then there's people waking up with children wanting their attention. And like the urgent things aren't even necessarily urgent in your business. Could be a, a dog puking that you have to run out and clean up or something that interrupts what you're working on. And I get this question all the time from people who join my coaching programs where it's like, oh, I have another job or I have kids or I have this, that and the other thing. Like, how do I make time for this? And it's a skill. It's a learned skill, just like everything else. It's figuring out what works best for you. And I do think that prioritizing things, even like I can envision, I think actually one of my coaching students does this, which is why I'm envisioning it, like a whiteboard where you have the quadrants actually like divvied out. Your to-do list for the week is based on what quadrant things are in so that you make sure that you're hitting quadrant two and not just quadrant one and three and God forbid quadrant four. So understanding how to prioritize things and where they fit and how you can specifically get these quadrant two tasks done is super important part of time management. Also, reducing your number of interruptions throughout the day is super important. Again, some of those like quadrant three urgent things, like if you have stuff that you need to get done, turn off email notifications, turn off Instagram notifications, put your phone in another room because multitasking does not work. We all like to think that we're good multitaskers, but really when you get interrupted by these more urgent things, when you're in the middle of working on a blog post or some other marketing channel, some important thing that's going to move your business forward, when you get interrupted, it can take anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour to kind of get your brain back into working on that task. So make sure that you are basically not allowing things to interrupt you, even if it's like your kid or your husband or your dog, (laughs) but definitely not notifications on your phone and like block out time for yourself to accomplish these things throughout the day. So time blocking is important because it improves your focus. It's going to reduce those distractions. It'll allow you to focus on quadrant two tasks. It is a technique that allows you to basically block out your time for specific activities. Like we have one day a month where we block out time to do podcast episodes. Like we're not doing podcast episodes on a weekly basis. That would be crazy to me. (laughs) Just inefficient from setting up, getting our mindsets right, blocking Mm -hmm. stuff off. So yeah, we do them all in batches. Yeah. Do you have anything else about time blocking you want to chat about? Because I have a whole thing, but... Yeah, I think it's kind of, I mean, it's like a, imagine like a calendar of your to-do list for that day. And it kind of goes back to the term chronotypes that we talked about in the last episode, whether like if you're creative in the morning or in the evening or the afternoon or however that may be, or when you do your best work. So I know that usually the morning is my best time. So I usually put my biggest 
most important thing for the day as like my first block. However, I can, like I'd mentioned earlier, I can often like convince myself that I need to knock out a bunch of little things first before getting to that big thing. And uh, then so, your energy is drained. Yeah. Big so thing. <laughs> yeah, it just on any given day it may or may not work. So waiting to the end of the day for me to like do a very big, important task, my highlight of the day then that often gets pushed into the next day. So yeah, like prioritizing what things you want to do and then when you're best capable to do those. And also taking things, again, like the podcast example, taking things and maybe just spending one day doing it. Like for photographers, especially elopement photographers, blogging is a huge part of your SEO strategy and establishing yourself as a expert in your field and that kind of stuff. And so if you wake up every day and you're like, today I have to post on Instagram and then I have to blog and then I have to answer emails and then I have to do this, that and the other thing, like that's very overwhelming. But if you just have one day a month that you focus on writing four blogs and then that's it and you know that that, that's your day that you're going to do it and every day you wake up and you're like, yes, I don't have to write a blog today. (laughs) I have that one day on my calendar that I do them. That's huge. Because yeah, you don't want to have to just like do everything all day long every day, like basically taking similar things, putting them together and doing them either one day a month or one day a week. Like for example, for the elopement photographer mastermind, after every lesson, people submit homework to me. So I only check homework on Monday and Thursday afternoons. So even if I'm getting, you know, emails that people are submitting homework, I'm not rushing to look at it and give them feedback because I know that I reserve that for Mondays and Thursdays. So that's one way that you can block things either on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, even yearly basis and make sure that you're only doing specific things at specific times. Yeah, I think batching can be super important, especially as we're talking about like being efficient with your time, because right, you mentioned kind of this task switching, and there is like a a start up and wind down period to any task, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm really thinking like emails or even physical mail, right? You go check your mail every day. Do you have to really process it every day? Same with your emails. Like if you keep your email open all day and you're constantly putting out other people's fires and responding, then that's really taking away from what you need to be doing. So like even batching your emails to like, oh, I'm going to check my email at nine o'clock in the morning and I'm going to check it at whatever, 4 p.m. or whatever that may look like for you, depending on the urgency of like the stuff that comes in, I think it's super important for getting a lot of things done efficiently. Totally. And I mean, yeah, if anything comes in after 4 or 5 p.m., I'm definitely not responding to that stuff till the next day. But setting up those time periods that you do those tasks, super important. I agree. There is a wind up and wind down period. And then also it's good for boundaries, too. I mean, that's a whole different podcast episode, but (laughs) it's good for setting boundaries and having people understand the expectations of working with you are that kind of stuff. So time blocking, well, let me just kind of explain how I prioritize things. So I'm kind of a, I'm an analog girl in a digital world. (laughs) Like, I know there's all these apps and things for to-do lists and whatever and organizing. And like, to me, like, I have to have it written down on a piece of paper or a post-it note or on my wall calendar for it to make sense to me. I cannot use these like apps and stuff. I don't, do you use any apps or are you an analog person? 
I'm primarily analog with like to-do lists. I do use like my Google calendar when I do time blocking because that seems easier and I'm looking at my calendar often. But the apps I've tried, I've tried like doing things in like the notes app on the phone or like mm-hmm. doing Excel spreadsheets of to-do lists, but it just hasn't ever stuck because it's not as efficient and it, yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah. So I have basically a big wall calendar on my wall. Todd has one too. So we're able to kind of have an overview of what our year looks like as far as travel, any elopements that we are photoing and videoing. And then if I have any coaching launches and stuff like that, or things that need to get done on a certain timeline, we're able to see everything from like a bird's eye view of what our, our year looks like, which is super important. And I tell all my coaching students to have a wall calendar because it's just a game changer to, to actually see your work and like not just squeeze things in in between travel or elopements or whatever launches, you know, kind of have things spaced out so you can have that work life balance, you know. And then I also kind of have a running to do list where I brain dump a lot. For me, it's really hard to remember <laughs> things. So if I have things to do, I have them like running through my brain over and over and over again. So I'll, I have a, not even just like a list or a piece of paper, but an actual notebook where I will brain dump things and not just like type it into an app, but actually write it with pen on paper, which for me is helpful for whatever reason. <laughs> God, how old are we? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have a notebook so I can like, it's kind of like a running to-do list plus thoughts, ideas, that kind of stuff. And then when I need to prioritize things, I put things in my Google Calendar because my Google Calendar, it's almost like my boss. You know, when I wake up every day, I'm like, what do I have on my calendar? What Zoom calls do I have? What do I need to get done? So anything that I need to really prioritize gets put on there. And sometimes when I'm really busy, I'll even put in when I'm going to do laundry and when I'm going to (laughs) shower. (laughs) and stuff like that, just because, I mean, otherwise I forget to do those things sometimes. (laughs) Eat food, you know, like I'll put that in my Google Calendar sometimes. I'm also a big fan of Post-it notes. (laughs) And right now I kind of, I brain dumped a bunch of things that I want to accomplish over the rest of the year and put them on Post-it notes and then put those Post-it notes on my calendar. So I have a lot of different ways that I try to prioritize things and remember things and get things done. And they all work for me. And again, like, this is important for you to explore as well. Like batching things and blocking time off is super, super important. And minimizing your distractions is also important. You cannot be productive and optimize your time if you are, like Todd said, putting out fires, answering emails, answering Instagram messages, scrolling on Instagram, doing all of those things. I mean, you will just, your whole day will be over without having finished any quadrant two stuff if that's how you're operating. And, you know, I'm not perfect. Some days I do get carried away with the DMs that I get. I get lots of DMs. So yeah, I'm definitely not perfect, but you got to find something that works for you. Can I throw in a little antidote? Yeah. So back when I worked in the laboratory where, you know, just like everything, we had a bunch of meetings, right? Getting pulled in a lot of different directions. So finding blocks of time to get work done was kind of a challenge. And so I had a mentor at one point in time that said, basically, he comes into work knowing that if he gets one thing done, like that was a productive day, right? So I'm 
probably not the only one that puts a you know a to-do list with 15 things on it. And then at the end of the day, when I've only done three of those, I'm like defeated because I didn't really have a quote unquote productive or good day. But if I like knocked out the one thing, like the highlight of the day, then yeah, that was a pretty damn good day because compared to days where you don't get your big thing done, then yeah. Checking off the big things, even if it's one a day, like that's what's going to push you forward in life and in your business. Absolutely. I would rather see you taking baby steps that actually move you forward than getting stuck in all the urgent, non-important stuff, but feeling accomplished at the end of the day because you knocked off 10 things. Like I'd rather you knock off one thing on your to-do list that's genuinely important than spending eight hours doing a bunch of little teeny tasks that don't really matter that much. You know what I mean? And maybe you save those all for like Friday afternoon or Thursday afternoon, whatever your last day mm-hmm. where you're exhausted, you've like got your big things done for the week or the day. Mm-hmm. And now you're just cranking out little things while you're having a margarita. That's one of my favorite things to do, actually, is when I get up in the morning and I have my cup of coffee, I will answer a bunch of DMs and just kind of low level stuff when like my brain's not really functioning that well. And I kind of enjoy that. It kind of it like it primes me for the rest of the day, you know, like I kind of need that time to just like get a few little things done and get ready for like the bigger things that I want to accomplish that day. So yeah, time management, again, it's a learned skill. And if we not only just look at our business, but then also like the other things that I I need to accomplish throughout the day, like I need to like stretch and the dogs need activity and I need to lift weights and eat a lot of protein. And like, there's just like all these things that are constantly happening, or there's a holiday coming up that we're planning on camping. You know, there's just always something. So I don't feel like there's ever really a time where things slow down. Like life is just going to always be crazy. So being able to prioritize things, get work done in your business while also eating well and exercising. I mean, like it's never going to be perfect every day of the week. Some days are going to be better than others, but the key is to figure out what works for you and just being cognizant of this kind of stuff. And like, yeah, it's just, it's a learned skill. It's a practice. It's something that I'm always kind of experimenting with and seeing what works for me and what doesn't. And I encourage you to do some of those things too. And one of the techniques that I haven't actually used, but I've heard is very helpful, is the Pomodoro technique. Have you ever used this technique? More or less, not like as strict as what you're going to probably describe, but yeah. Yeah. Kind of do it like a time blocking with breaks. So go into those details. Yeah. So essentially you decide a specific task that you're going to work on and you set a timer for 25 minutes and that time block is considered as one Pomodoro. It's like an Italian thing. And then you work and you focus for 25 minutes on that task. You give your complete attention to that task. You don't allow any distractions or interruptions. And then when the timer goes up, you stop and you take a break, which I also think is great as an aside for like back pain and stuff like that. You know, you take a break, you get up, you stretch your legs, you walk around, that kind of stuff. And then you basically repeat this cycle and get like an hour of work done or an hour and a half, two hours of work done. And then you take a longer break 
maybe like 30 minutes or even 45 minutes, an hour or whatever. But it kind of is like a reward based thing where like instead of starting your work day and being like, oh, my God, I have like five hours of work to do. You're just focused on 25 minute increments. And that reminds me of kind of a morbid podcast (laughs) where this guy was involved in, oh, I can't remember what it was, some kind of accident on a mountain. Yeah, some expedition. It was like some expedition and like everybody in his group died and he had to like hike with two broken legs or something crazy, like 20 miles to get to some base camp so that he could survive. And he would just like see something in the distance, like a rock, and be like, I have to get there to that rock in the next 20 minutes. Like he'd make it a game because he was in so much pain from like his broken limb or whatever. And he would get to that rock and he would take a break and it was like a little reward. And that was how he was able to get to the base camp and basically survive this horrible accident, expedition, whatever happened. I can't remember. I think it's actually a movie. (laughs) But it's kind of the same thing where you just focus on a little thing at a time, then you get your reward, and then all of a sudden your day is done, you've accomplished all this work, and your brain is happy, and yeah, you've done all the things that you need to do that day. If we go back to the last episode on productivity, we talked about what what, what we figured out what the name of it was. Oh, Parkinson's Law. Yeah. You were talking about the idea that you'll basically work on something until the deadline. And so we didn't know what it was called. So it's called Parkinson's Law. Mm -hmm. And here's the the definition from Google. Parkinson's Law is the adage that work will expand to fill the time allotted for its completion. Deadlines can cause procrastination or even prompt people to fill their time with trivial manners. So yeah, that's why doing these little, the Pomodoro technique, time blocking, batching, all of that stuff is helpful as well as like shortening your work week and your work day. Because if you sit down and you have eight hours to do work, it's going to take you eight hours. But if you have six hours or four hours or 25 freaking minutes, you'll get it done in that amount of time. And another thing I want to mention, which I briefly mentioned at the beginning, if you just cannot get yourself to get these things done and they're important for your business, freaking outsource it just pay the money to get it done. These quadrant two things, if you have like screaming kids at home and dogs and, you know, you just can't find the time or the energy and the motivation to get some of these really important quadrant two tasks done, just pay somebody to do them for you. (laughs) Get them done. I've never regretted outsourcing work that I didn't want to do or that I was just dragging my feet on, you know, like it's been on my to-do list for months and months and months and I just can't get it done. Like just pay somebody to get it done. So we talked a little about outsourcing in quadrant four, mm-hmm. unimportant, not urgent. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking outsourcing is okay in quadrant two. So yeah. quadrant one, which is important and urgent. So those are things that only you should be doing as kind of the big person in your business or in your life. Would you agree to that? I don't know if I would 100%. Because like, if you think of like this, being a CEO of your business other people are doing a lot of the work for you and you're just overseeing it, you know? So when you get to some of these like higher level business models, everything can be outsourced. But when it's more just like you and you're more of a small business owner than an entrepreneur, I do think that 
it can help you identify what needs to be outsourced and what is worth spending your money on. Because yeah, Quadrant 2 stuff, if it's blogging, Pinterest, posting on Instagram, just all these things that like people don't want to do, but are like genuinely important to the health of their business and their success. Yeah, you can outsource that stuff. You can outsource Quadrant 3 stuff, which is the not important, but urgent stuff. But the Quadrant 4 stuff, I feel like is a lot of it is just time-wasting stuff. Yeah, you know? so outsource or eliminate. Just eliminate those, I would say. But yeah, the goal, again, for all of this stuff is not to be perfect, is not to feel like there's some perfect way to do it and you just haven't discovered it yet. It's all figuring out what works for you, what doesn't work for you, realizing that there's also seasonality to things. I mean, I'm real lazy in the winter compared to the summer (laughs) and giving yourself grace and yeah, just trying to do the best you can, but don't forget about those quadrant two tasks. Before we wrap up, can I throw in one of my very important things that I found to be very helpful for getting things done? Yeah. So like most people, we spend a lot of time in our emails. And so we use Gmail, like probably a lot of folks. And I just found out, so Google Mail has this thing called tasks, which is on the far right side when you like bring up your inbox, which is this blue circle with a check mark. And so it allows you to drag and drop actual emails into this list. Mm -hmm. And so I use my email as kind of like a to-do list, but putting it actually in this task list is like super efficient because, you know, people constantly, things get added and some things you're going to be taking care of later, but it allows me to like drop emails in there. Yeah. It allows you to prioritize them. Yeah. As opposed to just how it's like in chronological order. So yeah, Google tasks, and then you can add that Google tasks app to your phone. And so you can look at it specifically. So Google tasks. Yeah. That has been awesome for me because you manage my inbox most of the time, but every once in a while there's emails that I need to tend to specifically. And yeah, they were just like hiding in there, you know, cause I get, I mean, there's like thousands of emails in my inbox. It's just crazy in there. It's craziness. So yeah, you just like, I have my own little task thing. Todd has his task thing and he like will drag any emails that I need to personally answer over there. And so I can get them done. Because otherwise, I just would forget about them. (laughs) So yeah, I thought that was a great thing that we discovered recently. And that might be old news for a lot of people. But who knows, maybe somebody learned something new today. (laughs) So next episode, we're going to be talking about hustle culture, which we've kind of talked about already with me trying to break down the whole 40 hour work week and you know, how important work life balances and stuff like that. But I want to talk about hustle culture, specifically and how kind of bad it is (laughs) so stay tuned for the next episode all about hustle culture see you later bye thanks so much for joining us on this episode of stoked with megan mcphail if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast please subscribe leave a review and tell a friend if you're looking for more inspiring content check us out on instagram at stoked with megan mcphail And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.